Hello, story lovers. I'm Laurel McCarg, and you're listening to Alligator Preserves. This episode is called Nipples, Flatten or Flaunt. And it's based on a story I wrote about competing in the Turquoise Lake Half Marathon right here in Leadville many years ago. So don't go away. Welcome to Alligator Preserves, a weekly podcast about revealing yourself through storytelling, story reading, and story writing, but probably not story arithmetic because that's not a thing. You just might surprise yourself with the secrets you'll uncover. My story is called Nipples Never Lie, and with the Turquoise Lake Half Marathon coming up on June 1st of this year, I thought I would share my experience with anyone thinking about doing it. And when you hear any reference to the girls, you should know that that's a reference to um, my rack. So here goes. Nipples never lie. Wow, you can see those girls a mile away, exclaims my somewhat protective husband as I await the sound of the shotgun that will begin my start summer off on the right foot race. Although it is not a particularly cold Leadville summer morning, about 54 degrees, the girls feel no fear in greeting a boat ramp full of friends and strangers all gathered to run the half marathon around Turquoise Lake. Just the day before, Mike had suggested, maybe you might start your summer training program with the 5K on Sunday. But he knew better. 27 years of watching me taper for weeks, months, years before pulling out ridiculous physical challenges had left him with little to say and perhaps a sense of mild amusement. No, I would do the half marathon. It had been six years since my last one, so I was due. When was the last time you ran? He persisted, genuinely concerned that I was about to make a big mistake. Turquoise Lake is, after all, situated at an elevation of 9,600 feet, and the race includes climbing to 10,700 feet. I've been running on the treadmill at school a couple times a week, I fibbed. Although I had clocked a handful of two-mile days back in the fall, the most strenuous thing I had done in the past half year was make it to school on time every morning, in my car. My teacher friends were also in on trying to change my mind. After all, I was a middle-aged woman. It was a Friday night, and the first night of summer vacation to boot. The ringleader handed me a rum and coke a tall one. Mostly coke, he lied, but I knew him better than he thought and confirmed the lie with my first sip. Nevertheless, the summer beverage went down smoothly, and finishing it, I decided it would help me sleep before the big event. It did. Our town mayor starts the race with a 12-gauge shotgun, and I laugh at my Forrest Gump-like resolve to start running again. I have heard that we have to exercise more and eat less as we age, or bad things will start to happen. So, nipples at the ready, I decide that this will be fun. 
my race goals, finish in under six hours, how could I not, and enjoy the experience. I will run when I can and speed walk when I cannot. I will sit from my camelback every 15 minutes or so while taking in the beauty of this famed course. Perhaps I'll sip every seven minutes. I'm immediately grateful that I outfitted myself with the extra weight of water. I also know from my prodigious treadmill lap training that if I find a pace at which I can suck wind steadily, from two laps to eight, the degree of suffering is about the same. I speculate that I should be able to maintain a consistent pace for the treadmill equivalent of 52-ish laps. I find my pace quickly, and it's slow, but ah, the beauty surrounding me. Azure skies, punctuated by puffy cumulus clouds, outline the surrounding snow-peaked mountains which drizzle down into the chartreuse-covered hillsides, the color owned only by springtime foliage, which drop down into the truly turquoise lake around which I must enjoy myself. And for the first hour, this is relatively easy. With the sun at my back and a welcoming cool breeze in my face, I try my best to disregard the woman near me who appears to be hacking up fur balls. The thought of offering her some of my water passes quickly. We all knew the course description and understood there would be no aid for seven miles. Must take care of self, I think to myself with more than a little maternal instinct twinge of guilt as I increase my pace. I focus on the power of the deafening waterfalls to my left that proclaim a new season in the mountains and find fresh new flower buds struggling to awaken. Sure, it's June, but why rush? While flowers at lower altitudes are already ho-hum, these tough treasures are ready to be eye candy for passers-by. Using my arms more to exaggerate my forward progress, I increase the gap between Catwoman and myself and come upon another runner. Sausage fingers, she asks, seeing me pump my hands as I run. Laughter, both of us probably thinking the same thing. Good for her, the old gal doing a race like this. In another hour, I'll start to think of creative ways to prepare sausage. I start to feel like I've trotted significantly further than my training would recommend. My old friends Thing 1 and Thing 2 have returned to torment my butt muscles, but I will have no susical shenanigans today. Today, I will focus my thoughts on higher things. Our foremothers. Manifest destiny. All those poor bastards who had to run, push, suffer to survive, and all without the miracles of goo, Gore-Tex, designer tampons, or camelbacks. I refuse to whine. And then, just when my uphill stride threatens to falter, my own little miracle. Awesome power hiking pace, exclaims a red-shirted man who has just caught me on an uphill stretch. Yes! That's what I am. I'm not really a runner. I'm a power hiker. I feel, at least for the moment, like a superhero. Then I reflect on how fortunate I am to have inherited such perfect genes. My father, 
an 86-year-old 10-pin bowling pro crossword puzzle-solving genius, can chill with the best of them. My mother, an 81-year-old still mother, grandmother, great-grandmother of many pro-bargain-hunting genius, can cook, clean, entertain, shop, and never drop. I managed to land the perfect mix of mellow and mania. Despite what has become my lifelong quest for spiritual enlightenment, I pant an audible, Thank you, God. Not only for my parents and their genes, but for the water point ahead, which signals the change from uphill pavement to rolling pine-filled trails and a new view of the lake. The wind is now at my back, the ground is soft, and the ripples in the lake are flowing dizzyingly away from me. All I have to do now is remain upright and moving forward for five-ish more miles. Easier said than done with ankle muscles trying to roll over and sleep. Even though I believe I have what it takes to keep running, I know that if I turn my ankle on any number of loose stones or slippery roots, my enjoy-the-experience goal will be compromised. So I keep my pace between jogging and power hiking while anticipating the finish line. The remaining verdant miles pass quickly, and I finally hear the hullabaloo back at the boat dock. Just a quick sprint up a set of stairs and a cruel last lap around the parking lot before hearing my hubby and friends, already rested from their far faster finish, hollering my name. I finish in less than three hours with a smile on my face. I tried to catch you, a man about my age confesses at the water table. <laughs> you can't catch a superhero, I chuckle to myself, feeling every bit my age, yet strangely triumphant. I know I won't be winning any trophies, but raffle prizes. Not only am I the last place finisher, I win a sweet athletic bra. The girls are happy, and much like teenage boys are still ready for action. No use ignoring them. Forget hiding them. I am woman. And you know the rest. <laughs> that ends my story about my Turquoise Lake Half Marathon experience. And for anyone out there thinking about doing it this year, it is June 1st. And it, it could be quite chilly. I mean, heck, there could still even be snow on the ground this year for the race. So especially if you're coming from somewhere outside of Leadville, be prepared for the unexpected weather-wise. It will most certainly be a nipply morning. <laughs> so yeah, I, I wrote this piece many years ago, and it still just amazes me that even the word nipple or nipples, it, it makes people giggle uncomfortably sometimes, or just giggle because it's a funny word. It sounds funny. I mean, nipple. It's just a funny word. I remember my Nana, my mother's mother, who had quite the rack, by the way. She espoused the, if you've got them, flaunt them philosophy. <laughs> and I loved her for that. There was no embarrassment about it. She certainly didn't feel like she had to hide her voluptuousness. I remember seeing my mom naked probably for the first time when I was quite young. I probably burst into the bathroom without without knocking as she was getting ready to hop into the shower. 
And I remember, th- <laughs> I remember thinking, wow, mine don't look anything like that. And at the time, I remember thinking that my tiny little bee bites would never be able to do what hers were doing. <laughs> Years later, I don't know if you've seen any of the Austin Powers movies, but if you haven't seen this clip from the Austin Powers International Man of Mystery, check that out on YouTube. I'll have a link to it on my website, but check out the the link on Fembots. If my memory serves me correctly, (laughs) I think my mother's nipples were of the same caliber as the fembots. (laughs) You You gotta see that link. Anyway, it just really surprises me that here it is, 2019. And we, here in America anyway, are still in many ways stuck with the belief system of our Puritan ancestors. Now, I'm not saying I believe that all women ought to be able to go around topless all the time, although I'm sure there are guys out there who who would say, why not? Let's let them. (laughs) And along the same lines, I honestly believe that some men ought to be banned from ever going topless. But that's not my point. My point, I guess, speaking of points, is that I think we need to grow up and stop looking at nipples, stop looking at nipples, stop equating nipples with something naughty. And maybe that's impossible to do. I just typed in nipples on the Googles, the googly, and a Healthline article came up with 25 facts about nipples. And fact number 24 is that Nipples attract women, just like they attract men. And it says, a University of Nebraska study found that women and men follow similar eye patterns when looking at women. They quickly look at breasts and, quote, sexualized parts, unquote, before moving on to other areas of the body. So I don't know, I guess maybe we'll never be able to completely dissociate the idea of nipples with sex. But gosh darn it, When my girls are feeling perky, I just am not going to feel any compunction about it. Compunction, there's a good word for you. So I guess I'll end this episode by saying, huzzah for nipples. If you've got them, flaunt them. But not in places where you might get arrested, because that's still a thing. You can find today's show notes with links and photos on my website at leadvillaurel.com. Gee, I wonder what photos she'll be putting on for this episode. Well, you'll have to go to leadvillaurel.com to see. If you enjoyed this and other episodes, please subscribe to Alligator Preserves on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts and tell your friends about it. I hope you'll help support Alligator Preserves on Patreon. Check out the rewards you'll receive at patreon.com slash alligatorpreserves. I'm about to narrate my 13th fictional story soon. It's called Baby Boom. And join me next time when I'll talk about something completely different. Until then, what kind of preserves would you be most likely to put on your nipples? (laughs) Go ahead and leave a comment on this episode. I dare you. Bye. Alligator Preserves is hosted and produced by Laurel McCarg, with technical support provided by her husband, Mike McCarg. Follow her on her website at leadvillelaurel.com, where she writes about life, real, and imagined. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy her books. Find her work at Amazon.com.